0: Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Hello and welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast and over there you're going to find access to our Private message boards. You're going to find access to our private chat rooms, our members only. Doesn't cost you anything to join the chat rooms on our message boards. Just got to sign up as a member of the podcast or a member of the website. You also find access to our Facebook pages and our Twitter feeds. You'll find articles about the topics we discuss here on the podcast. You'll find letters from listeners and readers of the website. It's pretty cool. Take a chance. If you have a minute, pay it. Pay us a visit over there. So how you doing, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better? You feeling happier? I'm glad. Hey, before we start, I want to tell you about something that happened to me. And this way, just keep this in the back of your mind. About eight months ago, I had an incident and I had to go to the hospital by ambulance. And when they came to the house, you know, they did what they had to do with me. And then they were asking my wife for identif- for my identification and my insurance cards and all of that. So my wife gave it all to them when we were we're in the ambulance, we're riding to the hospital. They're filling out all, these, all this information. They're asking me questions and stuff like that. We get to the hospital. They're asking my wife some questions and they give her all my information back, all the cards, my driver's license and everything. And then my wife proceeds to fill out the information with the hospital. Oh, well, they took care of me at the hospital. I was released, you know, a few days later. And about four weeks later, I get a bill in the mail from the ambulance company and it says I owe nine hundred dollars. It's like, wow. So I'm looking at it and it doesn't see anywhere on the bill where the insurance company made any kind of payment. And on the back of the bill, there's room there. There's lines to put in your insurance information. So I figured maybe somehow in the shuffle, everything got mixed up. So I just put all my insurance information down on it because I have my insurance to my wife's job and I have my Medicare. And between the two insurances, it's covered 100%. So I send that back to them and about two weeks, maybe three weeks go by. I get another bill in the mail, and again, it doesn't say that the insurance paid anything on it. So I called them up and I told them, I said, I'm covered 100%. I said, I just sent all my insurance information again to you guys a couple of weeks ago. So the girl that answered the phone. She says, All right, well, maybe it crossed each other. I don't know. I'm just answering the phones. Okay. So about three weeks go by, my wife and I are sitting in the dining room. I'm drinking my coffee. She's making breakfast, and we get a knock at the door. And my wife goes to answer the door. And the guy says to her, are you James Apple? My wife goes to I look like James Apple. She says, well, are you Mrs. Apple? And she says, yes, I am. She says, good, consider yourself served. And she says, for what? And the guy just walked away, got in his car, and drove off. So she comes over. We're looking looking at the papers. They're actually suing me. The ambulance company is suing me for non-payment. It's like, what, are you crazy? So I call the ambulance company. And of course, you know, it's too early or whatever it is. And I leave a message. And somebody calls me back. And they say, well, you didn't pay your bill. I was like, well, I called. I called a couple of weeks ago. I explained. I sent my insurance information. Oh no, no, no! no. Uh, you know your your insurance company is supposed to pays you. I said, why? Why would they pay me? They don't do that with anybody else. The doctors send in the insurance. The doctors get paid. If there's anything left, they send me a bill. Why would they do that? Why would Why would I have to pay you? Why would the insurance company send me a check? Well, they just do it. That's what they tell us. And it says it says right on the on this bill that we sent you and it does in very small letters it says insurance company send check to the claimant which is me so now I'm nervous now I start going through I have a small file with all my EOBs uh, explanations of benefits and now I'm going through the file page by page by page to see if there's a check attached to any of these things and I can't find that I try to call the insurance company it's too late because this is a Saturday that this all happened so I call the insurance company first thing Monday morning and the insurance company says oh yes we sent you a check I said uh, no you didn't. I said, can you tell me what day the check was sent? And they gave me the date. So I went back in the EOBs and I'm looking for that date. And I found... I found things around that date, but nothing on that specific date. And uh, I said, I have nothing. And I told them the numbers that I have. And they said, well, let, let me check and see if it was cached or not. So they go into another thing with their computer, and they come back and say, I don't see that it was cached. Naturally, they said, if you sent it to me, I didn't cache it. I didn't even, I didn't get it. So they said, well, we're going to have to put a stop on it and a search. It'll take about 10 to 14 days I said, all right, I need all your information, and I call up the ambulance company, and I give them all the information. I call the insurance company back, and I get them on the freeway This way, I want to make sure everything's covered, because the last thing I need is to be sued. Okay, everything's covered. Ambulance company tells me, okay, Mr. Apple, you have nothing to worry about. Okay, good. I said, now what about this attorney that sent me these papers? Oh, we'll tell him everything that's going on. I said, okay, that's even better. Let it go. 14 days go by, not even 14 days. I get a letter in the mail. Here's the check. I call up the ambulance company. I said, what do you want me to do with this? I've got it here. She says, well, uh, you want to put it in an envelope and mail it to me? I said, you know what? I'd rather not. I said, how about if... I pay you right now over the phone. I, you know, I'll give you. I'll put this in the bank and I'll pay you out of my out of my account. They said we could do that. I said okay, let's do that. And so I paid them over over the phone. I used my debit card, paid them, and it was done. Done deal. Now, yeah, and I, I forgot all about it. Forgot all about it. About three weeks go by, and I get a certified letter in the mail saying I'm being sued being sued by who now? I'm being sued by the attorney for legal fees. I I called him up. I said, wait a minute. I said, I paid my, I paid the full amount to the ambulance call. And here's the, here's the payment number. Here's the release number. Here's this, 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 this. That's fine. But you owe us our legal fees. What? I owe you legal fees. Yep. And how much are the legal fees? Now, Mind you, the ambulance, the ambulance bill was $900. And what a coincidence. The legal fees were $900 for this guy. I I said, you got to be kidding me, right? 900 bucks. So to make a long story short, he tells me he's going to be a nice guy. He knocked off 300. Now I got to pay him six. And I told him, I said, I don't have $600 just to... To give you, at the moment. don't worry about it. We'll make monthly payments. You just send in a hundred dollars a month, okay? And what am I at that point? There, what am I supposed to say? Thank you. So I start hundred dollars, hundred dollars, and I guess this is my fault. I must have miscalculated. I thought I sent them six. I sent them five. About three months go by, And now we're up to a couple of weeks ago. I I wake up in the morning where my wife and I are going down to my in-laws house and I just want to transfer money out of my checking into my debit card account. And when I do this, I noticed that there's a hold put on my account. There's a hold put on my account for $3,600. I, I freaked. I was like, what? <laughs> for what? For what? I, I did my taxes. I got my refund. They put a hold on me for $3,600. So I called the bank right away. And they said, yes, there's a hold on your account. Make a long story short again. This was this lawyer. I was... I underpaid him by a hundred bucks so he puts a hold on my account for twice the twice the amount of the original lawsuit so you put a you put $3,600 hold on my account for $100. Oh my God. I was threatening him every which way from Sunday. I'm going to go to this guy. I'm going to go to that guy. And I was talking through my, through my butt. You know, I I was blowing smoke. I was just pissed off. I went to the bank. I said, what can I do? They said, well, you got to get these papers and they have to be signed and notarized. And the attorney's got to send you this release. All of this for a hundred bucks, and again, it wasn't intentional it was i didn't not pay him intentionally it was a it was an oversight. He could have easily sent me a letter or called and said, "Look, you know you you're behind another hundred if you don't pay us, we're going to sue you and I would have paid him right there on the on the spot over the phone, or I would have came to his office and given him a hundred dollars in cash. I I didn't need any of this aggravation, but he he put this lien on me. So I wanted to warn you. I mean, I had to take it off. It took me four days to get my money unfrozen, over $100 to this lawyer. There's something about lawyers and ambulances I can't stand. I just wanted to make you aware, if you start getting bills from the ambulance company, look on the bill. Read the bill closely. I mean, the font that they used to tell me that a check was sent to me instead of to them was smaller than where it says amount due. Now, if they would have put it in the middle of the paper, maybe maybe written it in red instead of written it in black like the rest of the paper, it would have stuck out more and I would have been able to jump on it right from the beginning. I mean, last thing I need is trouble with an ambulance company. God forbid something else happens and I need an ambulance company. I don't need them going, well, you know, you owe us from last time. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So just look at the bills as they come in. Read them. You don't want this happening to you. That's all I got to say. Anyway, I hope everything's going good for you. I'm sorry about last week. I ended up, like I told you, I had to go to the epilepsy monitoring unit in the hospital. I was there for a week. I had one incident. the entire week, which is a really good thing, knock on wood. Um, Yeah, but let me tell you, if you ever have to go to the hospital for a week, you want to go in to the epilepsy monitoring unit, it was, I mean, it was important for the, what they were doing. But for me, it was a do-nothing week. I went in there. They put an IV port into me. They put, I guess it had to be about 30 probes onto my head with the paste. You know, they stick them onto your head. They put a hat on my head. Uh, they put two probes on me for the cardiac and that was it. And that's what went on for five days. I just sat there. I watched TV. I read. They came in and flushed the, the IV tube. The one thing that the, the most invasive thing they did over the five days is they had to give me the Luvenox shot, you know, to keep you safe from getting blood clots, from sitting around doing nothing. But that was that. So if you ever have to go <laughs> That's that's it. No blood tests every morning. The, you know, the phlebotomist comes around. They're going out to other people's rooms, but they, they didn't come to mine. And that's one thing. I, I, ugh, I hate having my blood taken in the morning. It, they, and there's a reason they do that so early in the morning. They say for, for testing or whatever. I say... <laughs> They come around, so they figure you're not going to give them any grief at four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. But me, when I'm, when I'm in the hospital, I don't know about you, but when I'm in the hospital, automatically I start waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning because that's the time that the phlebotomist comes around. You know, the lab, the guy with the little cart. So, uh, yeah, I watched them come in, come down the hallway. And I, the first time I seen them come, I, my heart did a little bit of a skip, but they went right by my door. I was like, oh, cool. Anyway, so I'm back. And I have to say, I I really did miss not doing the podcast last week. I felt like I was doing something wrong, like I was going to get yelled at. But anyway, look, while we're on the subject of hospitals and ambulances and stuff, it seems like a good time to remind you. You should always, everybody has a... A cell phone. Everybody carries a cell phone. And on the top of your address book in your cell phone, you should have what they call an ICE number. In case of emergency, that's your ICE number. And put down someone that you know can, they can get a hold of that, God forbid something should happen to you, they can get a hold of that person. Put their full contact information in there for your ICE number. Also, what you should do is keep in your wallet a list of your medications and a list of your doctors and a contact person on that same list. That's just to be safe, be prepared. God forbid an emergency. All right, uh, look, we went a little bit long in this segment already. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break here and we're going to come back on the other side. We're going to discuss hobbies of all things. Hobbies, (laughs) pretty cool actually. All right, so I'll see you on the other side. I'll see you in 30. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. FamousApple.com is the home site for this podcast. There you're going to find articles about the topics we've discussed. You're going to find our connections to our Facebook page, and you're even going to find connections to our private chat board. So, take a minute, go over, visit www.famousapple.com, but please wait till the end of this podcast. Don't run out on me now. Let's get back to the discussion, and we're back. That wasn't too bad. 30 seconds, 30 big ones. You know, the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about vacations. And, you know, one of the hard facts about vacations are, especially for people like us who are disabled, is number one, physically, it, it's hard to go on vacation because you have to sit in a car for a length of time. And number two, it's expensive. I mean, it may not be expensive to somebody else, but to us, we're on a fixed income. So, you know, you have to look at other ways, be a little bit creative. And one of the things that you have to just be able to do is break up the monotony. People think that because we're disabled, we live the life of Riley. We have leisure time up the wazoo. <laughs> you know it's not true. I know it's not true. You know, leisure time for us is is just as valuable as it is for for those who aren't disabled. Uh, We spend our days, number one, recuperating, number two, going to doctors, number three, taking care of what we have to take care of medically, such as medication and doing our exercises. And we're disabled. You do have to get rest. And that takes up time also. So when we do have some free time, we should be able to do something that we enjoy, that takes us away from the day-to-day grind, just like other people need. People seem very cavalier when it comes to the disabled you know they figure well here's a book read a book and don't get me wrong I enjoy reading. I do, but I don't consider reading a hobby. I consider reading a pastime. Does that make sense? It's just something that I do in, in my spare time. If I'm sitting around and I have absolutely, positively nothing else to do, I'll, I'll read. Same thing with crossword puzzles. I I have a great I have great friends. I I, I truly do, and I appreciate every last one of them. But one of the things that seems to be a, a common thread between all of them is they'll come over. And they'll, they'll, especially when I just come home from the hospital Hey Jimmy how you feeling How's everything going buddy Here I brought you this And it's either um, a circle of word book A crossword book Or a hide a word book <laughs> And I appreciate every last one of them But again I don't consider them hobbies I consider them something to pass the time now, A hobby is something that you, you look forward to doing Something that you can gauge Like um, you know, If you weren't disabled a hobby for you might be playing around the golf, you know, whenever you can. Or rock climbing or kayaking or I don't know, skydiving <laughs> whatever. Yeah, unfortunately being disabled, those are things, especially being that the fact that we're physically disabled, those things are kind of off the table. So you have to find other things you can you can do. And now this may sound crazy, but this things such as blogging. Now, you're probably going to say, "Well, I'm not a writer and even if I am a writer, who wants to read what I write?" You will be surprised. You would be surprised. You could blog. It just say you are someone that likes golf. You could blog about golf. Honest to God, you could blog about golf and there are going to be people out there that going to want that are going to want to read that. And everybody has their own twist on things. Everybody, you know, has their own voice that they can add to add to a subject and it's that individual voice that some people find intriguing or enjoyable so blogging is one of them and here's the thing evidently you have a computer because you're listening to you're listening to this and you're surfing the web you're halfway there you have a computer now all you have to do is go on the computer do a search for free blogging space even your 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 internet provider nine times out of ten they they give you free space for blogging and it goes out over the web just like everybody else's and you can start it's very easy it's very easy you could start a blog that could be just a daily diary you could do a daily diary at the end of every day and you'd be surprised people want to read it. If it's original, if you make a blog original, people will read it. People enjoy it. People actually enjoy reading blogs and you want to know something. As time goes on, you'll get, you may get people that say, well, I want to advertise on your, on your blog. Now you're saying, well, you know, I'm I'm on disability. I can't make money. Well, this is a hobby and you're not going to make money. You're not going to make a salary blogging unless you really get into it. And then that's a different story. But if you took an advertisement on, on your blog or you could go to a paid service where you could add some more glitz and glitter to your blog if you wanted to, or you could just pay, you know, just pay for the paid service. There's a whole lot that could be done. But blogging is an interesting way to do it. And it's so Simple, so so simple. You don't need to be a programmer. You type in English. You don't need. To, you don't. You don't need to know HTML or any of that. They have everything. Everything is done in English for you anymore. This isn't the old days where you're doing stuff in DOS with floppy disks and stuff like that. No, the, you can get on there. You can. You can blog about anything. Absolutely, positively anything. Before you got hurt, did you like to garden? Maybe, or were you? Did you like to paint? Were you? interested in race cars fishing are you interested in fishing there's so many topics it could blow your mind uh were you were you into wrestling professional wrestling how about football high school football college football were you into baseball track and field the topics are endless absolutely endless are you somebody that likes to cook share recipes on a blog you'll be surprised the amount of people and it'll give you something to do on a daily basis you just keep on adding to your blog and you'll be surprised you know what keeps you going are the numbers the numbers that of people that are reading your blog every day you're going to see the numbers going up and going up and going up that's what keeps me going with the podcast the blog doesn't cost you anything though it costs you time. It get, it takes your mind away from whatever else is bothering you. Here, I mean, it, even if you wanted to, you could do a blog about being disabled. Do it about your, your personal disability. Do a blog, how you handle it, and people will read it. It's like that movie. If you build it, they'll come. If you write it, people will read it. That I guarantee. But that's one way to do it. Doing a blog, and that can be so much fun. You can interview other people. You can, you can, you'll meet so many other people. People across the web when I when I first started I was looking for something to do just to get my mind going and I started doing a blog I just started typing about being disabled. And I went from, eh, I think the first week I might have got three readers. But I just kept on doing it because what happens is on a blog site, you can have people respond to you right there immediately. And I started getting responses. And so I started answering the responses in the blog. And all of a sudden it started snowballing to the point that I went from having three readers in a week to having 300 in a week to having 3,000 in a month to to 30,000 it just exploded. It exploded. And then I found myself trying to get the blog out there more and looking for ways to advertise it and get, get it into the hands of other people. And then we started exchanging links and it just, it snowballed into something big. And believe me when I tell you, it took, it took away the daily grind, the daily, uh, the daily black cloud that sits over you when you're disabled. It took it away. It, It was like an escape for a short while. And I'm telling you, try it if nothing else just try it uh you can like i said you can try it on any topic that you want. And it's not going to cost you a thing. Not going to cost you a penny. And it can lead to so many other things for you. Look it up this week. Give it a shot. And we're going to come up. Well, I have a list of a whole bunch of things. And what we're going to do is we're going to go week by week with different ideas for you, for hobbies. And you're going to hit on something that you like. And we'll just go from there. It's amazing. There's a lot out there. A lot out there that you don't have to be physical with. But you know what? You can get your mind going. And, you can still be involved to a degree with things that are physical if you're if you're into basketball, you can blog about basketball, you can watch the games and blog about it, and people will read it because you have an individual voice. You have a distinct voice, and people want to hear your voice. Believe that or not, I mean listen to listen to my golden throat, huh? But <laughs> we're getting people all over the world listening to this. But that's the good part about it. That's the fun part about it. And it keeps you going. It really keeps you going. And you know you're gonna say, well maybe like in my case, I have bad hands. I can't I can't do the typing that much anymore. But you know what? There's programs out there. There's one in particular is called Dragon. And What it is, is you you put it into your computer and there's a little microphone that you get for your desk. You you can try using your microphone in your computer, but I think the, the external microphone works better. And that's about eight bucks, eight, nine dollars. And you just dictate what you want written into this microphone. And it writes it word for word. Uh, You tell it whatever and then say new paragraph and it starts a new paragraph. And it's amazing. It cuts down time. And let me tell you, I wish I would have had something like that back when I was in school. I know people right now. I know one fella in particular. He's writing an ebook. He writes ebooks. He's writing an ebook using Dragon. So there's something. And that's not an expensive program. And to be honest with you, it's, it's good. It's, it's not just for a hobby, that's for anything that you need for your computer. Nowadays, a computer is like the telephone used to be. Now it's a necessity in your house to have internet access it's not a luxury anymore it's not a game or a toy anymore now it's a necessity and being able to use it is a necessity also so having this program this dragon program and you can get you can get it on amazon i think it's it's as it's as inexpensive as like 59 dollars and if you're a doctor and you wanted the medical version of this it can go as high as three four hundred dollars but for everyday language and you know between 59 and 79 dollars and it's good for three or four computers too. So don't worry. Can't make excuses not to do something. You know, you don't have to lay and be a vegetable in a bed. There's so much to do out there and you have it right at your fingertips. So we're going to be talking about this even more. You know think about it. Think about what you'd blog about. Okay? Well here's another one. You could you could video video blog if you wanted to or vlog v-l-o-g as they call it and all you need to do with that is either have the camera on your computer or have a smartphone with a camera on it that you can videotape and you can take that video upload it to youtube and there you are you're there for the world to see and you're getting your voice out there and you can you can do all of this and it's not going to cost you a dime you can edit it it's not going to cost you a dime there's so many things out there that are free you can stay busy forever, and it's never gonna cost you a dime. All right, so we're gonna keep talking about hobbies. We definitely are, because I find it very interesting. I know other people find it interesting. And I wanna hear, I wanna hear what your hobbies are. So send me a message here. Let me know what your, what your hobbies are, what your, what your address is for your blog. I'd like to read it. Now, I'm gonna leave you with this again, like I always do. Remember, things can always be worse. Remember, there's someone out there that's striving to get what you have. Remember that. Okay, my friends, thank you very much for coming back today. Thank you for stopping by again this week. Thank you for the well wishes last week. And I will talk to you again next week. Have a great weekend and feel better. Be happy. This is Jimmy Apple. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to An Apple A Day with Jimmy Apple your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.